Estes. And I'm Max. And welcome back to another episode of Another Day, Another Slice. Heyo! Thank you to all of you who are listening. We seriously cannot express our gratitude enough. We are so thankful. And before we begin, don't forget to grab your glass or a shot, a beer, your favorite beverage. Today we're drinking White Claw, per usual. Ew, <laughs> I have lemon. And I'm drinking watermelon and I added chamoy. Oh, fire. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, today's episode is called No Abla, and I'm sure you can guess exactly where this episode is going. But, you know, for formalities coming from two Latinx women who don't know Spanish, we're hitting on uh, language insecurities today. A.K.A. for uh, those who don't know. Yeah, we don't know. (laughs) Yeah, we don't know any of it. Um, But we're glad to be starting this conversation with you guys just because we think it's important and crucial to who like to what our personal identity is and to anyone else who might be going through the same position. Yeah. And by talking about this openly and keeping the conversation going, we think it'll help people understand themselves, where they come from and the importance or unimportance of carrying the language. Right. Essentially, because everywhere else, I feel like we're we're okay. It's mainly just the language. But you also get to know a little bit about our stories. And for (laughs) those of you who might have thought we were fluent or knew nothing at all, Mm -hmm. You might be wrong. You might be right. But um, Maggie just hit a laptop. So I did. <laughs> that's how I'm we're so starting. sorry if you heard that. <laughs> Anyways. Um. But yeah. So we hope this will kind of give you more of um, information to stay informed and a sense of understanding of everything. Yeah. So within this, we're just going to hit on like three main areas. And listen, there's so much that we can talk about with this topic. Right. But <laughs> we're going to try and keep it organized and keep it within these three. The first being the reasons why we don't know Spanish Two, do we feel like there's a loss of of our identity? And the last one being does not speaking Spanish make us feel less Latinx. So get ready for this. <laughs> yeah. So let's actually start with you, Max. Like, okay. why don't you know Spanish? So this one's kind of like a sensitive topic coming from my dad. Um, Fun fact, for those who don't know me, I don't know Spanish from my dad and I don't know Samoan from my mom. I was going to say fun fact, fun fact. (laughs) Maggie's probably the smallest Samoan you will ever meet in your life. Unless you've met her mom. Her mom is smaller, shorter than her. But no one ever believes (laughs) Maggie is Samoan. So surprise. Yep. I think my Filipino side really kicked in on that. Just just for kicks, you have to say your full name. Okay. So, and mind you, the Samoan name that I'm going to say is only half of it because I can't even remember the second half. So, I, I remember nothing. It's okay. I don't expect anyone. Although Joey, I'm surprised, has nailed Girl, it. Girl, that's the old man. If you don't, don't know. know it, I, I pretend to know it, but I'm not going to say it on the air because that's disrespectful to butcher her name on air. At all, but more sonar. Okay, go. Um, so my full name is Magdalene Hortensia Olealoa Taua Olealii Crilletto. So there you go. That's the tongue twister there. Yeah. I call you Magdalene when I'm like, like a mom, yeah. like where I'm like, excuse me. Yeah. Magdalene. And she's like, oh, or if I'm not like finishing my drinks, I'll definitely hear her say that. If she's too sober, her, she's Magdalene. Yeah. I don't need that in my life. Just kidding. <laughs> Bring Maggie out. Where's she at? <laughs> You don't deserve the nickname. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I actually don't know either language. And coming from my dad, he grew up in El Salvador and moved to Honduras. So he, you know, he grew up through like the 50s, 60s and, you know, onward. And he went through a lot of obstacles 
when he ended up moving here to the U.S. And he got made fun of for his accent, just speaking Spanish. People looked down on him. And so many just, oh my God, I can't even get into everything. But like so many things occurred to him that were in a negative impact that he was so scared that if I knew Spanish, I would pretty much inherit all of those obstacles. And he just didn't want me to do that. And at the time, you know, he really wanted me to be white. He didn't want me to sound like I'm from somewhere else. He didn't want me feeling less than anybody And I don't blame my dad at all, like in a negative way, like, oh, you should have taught me Spanish. Like, why didn't you? Like, I don't have any like anger towards him for that, because listen, like I don't blame my dad. Like I blame, you know, the colonization of like a whole bunch of other things within our history. Right. About all minorities, how they had to endure so many obstacles. Yeah. So I understand where my dad came from. And then kind of the same with my mom. She never got made fun of for, you know, my mom doesn't really have an accent, but she never got made fun of for knowing Simone or speaking it. But I think for her, when me and her talked about it, it was more of like an easier way of growing up for her to just speak English to me. Yeah. And it was crazy, though, because when I was little, probably up to like five or six I understood Samoan a lot more than I did. I mean, I I don't understand anything. I was gonna Spanish. say say something. <laughs> you know? Prove but, it. Like when we would have big family gatherings and stuff, like that's when I would hear my aunts, my grandmas, like they would talk in Samoan and I would pick up on those things. But yeah, it was just easier for my mom, you know, raising me here in the United States and just it was easier for her to speak English to me. You know what? It's interesting though, because um I have a roommate. So in speaking with my roommate about it, because, you know, we try to get a few perspectives before having this episode on, you know, different backgrounds and people that we knew didn't know or weren't fluent as well. And she said the same thing about her parents that really? like her parents felt, but because they were here, they wanted them to know English because they didn't want them to go through any challenges. And in school at her age, it was very much so like, yeah. speak like speak English right and she said it was so norm because her and all her friends I mean they spoke English. like there was just no question as to yeah. why she, they weren't taught Spanish that's just something they just I mean yeah they were raised that way they didn't see anything wrong with it and for the parents it was more like the school and everything they just and you know to prevent obstacles it's, right it's so interesting that you say that too because with me not knowing Spanish I look back you know me growing up going through elementary school middle school and high school I didn't really have um, any Latin, Latinx friends at all. They were all white. And mind you, I did go to school like my whole life in East Long Beach, which is Mm -hmm. predominantly white, but there was a good amount of Latinx people for sure. But I think because I didn't speak Spanish, I couldn't, you know, be friends with them. Not because like, you know, I wasn't allowed to. You didn't feel like you related. Exactly. So it was harder. And I think, I don't know, I kind of struggled with that throughout know all my years in school a little bit yeah. I think about it for for me I wasn't taught Spanish and I talked to my mom about this because she for my mom it was kind of like a whole cycle thing like my grandmother my nana for those who know her shout, uh, out, to your nana. shout out to my nana um, she didn't teach my mom or my sibling her siblings right oh. so my mom actually learned from her friends in high school like her friends taught her and they were shocked that she didn't know but when it came to raising her kids she didn't, not that she didn't see the importance in it, but because she wasn't taught, it was kind of like, mm. like a norm. Yeah. So when I asked her like why she felt she wasn't taught and 
to her understanding, it was more like they used a language to speak Spanish around them. So they, her and her siblings wouldn't know what they were talking about. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they never taught them because that's, <laughs> that was like their code <laughs> when they didn't want them to know something. So again, for my mom, it was so normal to not know it. Like no one and her siblings knew it. It wasn't until going to high school with having so many friends that knew it that she was like, oh, I, I didn't think this was a big deal. And her friends were kind of like a girl taught her Spanish and everything. So, yeah, when she had kids, she was kind of like, well, I didn't learn like that. Nobody taught me like that's so interesting. And it's interesting, though, because my dad's side, they all know Spanish. Like my grandfather primarily only speaks Spanish. Like he knows English here and there, but mainly Spanish. My grandmother spoke both. And my mom said my dad's side tried teaching me, but I was only there like so long, like every other weekend. And then I'd come home to a English (laughs) mainly speaking household and I'd lose it. Yeah. But it's interesting, right? Because I feel like even with cultural, like both sides are Mexican, but a party at my dad's side of the family versus a party (laughs) at my mom's side of the family was like completely different. Like my dad's side had like mariachis and, you know, staying up till like, you know, 4 a.m. or whatever. Right. Like (laughs) you felt like you felt our culture there. Mm. Like I felt my identity there. But at the same time, I didn't because I couldn't I couldn't relate to that side of the family because they're all speaking Spanish. They're all, you know, oh, this is my jam. I don't know that music, you know. And then on my mom's side, we're listening to oldies. We're listening to Art LeBeau. Like we're listening to like (laughs) all that other stuff. And totally opposite. And I related more though. So that's, that's why I didn't learn. My mom just didn't think that it was as important. And opposite to you, I went to Paramount High School where a lot of us speak Spanish. Spanish. Mm. It was like Mexican or any, like, you know, Latinx, Samoan. There was a lot of Pacific (laughs) Islanders, um, there was very few white and there was probably about a handful of Asian, but there was a lot of Mexicans. Wow. Yeah, that's definitely, that's so, so interesting. Like how our world is so different. I'm sorry, I keep different. saying Mexican. I mean Latinx because I I'm, I'm shouldn't assume they're all Mexican. I don't know everybody <laughs> from the high school, but you know what I mean? Spanish yeah. speaking. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's interesting because a lot of the older generation, I feel like sometimes they have these negative connotations where it's like, oh, the language is going to die if we don't keep teaching our young or whatever. But kind of in the same situation, like, yeah, like my dad's aware of that, but like he still chose not to teach me. You know, for your mom, it wasn't a normality. So it didn't really, you know, she didn't practice that with you and your sister. So I don't know. That's kind of interesting. Did your, does your aunt from your dad's side, does her kids speak Spanish? Interesting. No. Oh, well, the last I I know of. No, I'm sure they understand some and I'm sure they might speak very little like I did. I don't think they're as fluent as as they are, as my aunt is. Okay, if that makes sense. No, it does. But I also think different times because I think speaking of school and stuff, I think our friends were a lot more harder on us back then for not knowing Spanish than Mm. my cousins and my sisters are going through now. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like it's way more. I mean, with the whole be who you are, accept everything. You know, I feel like things have gotten a lot more lax with the pressure of speaking Spanish and knowing that. Like, I think it for us, it was really rough. And I think that I mean, I have friends. I mean, they're not friends anymore, but I had friends when I was younger that would purposely speak Spanish in front of me. To make fun of it because I didn't know. Oh, and they were just... guys. I mean, come on. Oh, when you're when you're yeah, in elementary yeah. school, boys are jerks to <laughs> girls. 
it's girls never believe oh they must like me that's not true they're just jerks but anyway like I, I specifically remember like going to a water fountain in like second grade and then a guy would be like say something in Spanish and be like, oh, you don't know what that means, do you? And mm, then would laugh yep. with his friend. And yep. it was probably something super inappropriate. And I think one of the times it was actually like sexually inappropriate. Oh my God. But but <laughs> it makes you feel bad because they're purposely trying to make it seem like you're in, you're inadequate. You're done. Yeah, like make you, you don't feel know. less. Yeah. Ugh. She don't know what I'm talking about. Like it was like, it was rough yeah. growing up like that. And I think for my sisters, like, I mean, they're chilling. Yeah. Like there's no pressure I feel anymore. Not to say that it's not a good thing to know it, right? But I feel like your friends don't make you feel as or people around you don't look yeah. down on you as much. But I think that goes to show with what, you know, we kind of did a little bit of research on this beforehand. And in 2015, knowing Spanish at home and and speaking it and understanding has dropped by 70 73%. Wow. And that continues to go down. So now that we're in 2020, my sisters are in high school now. I can imagine the percentage of that. So it's least common to know Spanish nowadays. And that makes sense because, um, you know, you and I were talking about this a little bit earlier. I mean, we talk about this quite often just because we're in the same freaking boat. But there's definitely like a misconception that most Latinxes should speak Spanish fluently. But like you mentioned, you know, with the community growing, the amount of Spanish speakers is decreasing. So it's just it's I don't know. And I'm not saying like I would love to learn Spanish. Right. But it's also not Absolutely. as easy when you're an adult as your brain, you know, grows and forms. The older you get, the harder it is to, to retain. Yeah. To re- retain a language and a whole new one at that. So, and it's interesting you say like the assumption that you speak Spanish, right? Because I know like mm-hmm. in your job field, it was very assumed that you oh, spoke yeah. Spanish. Oh my gosh. So working retail, I used to work at Payless here at the Lakewood Mall. So Lakewood, Long Beach, SoCal, whatever, right? You know, we do have a large um, Latinx population. And when people would come into the store and start immediately speaking Spanish to us, I would always, you know, apologize and I'd you know, no habla espanol. Like, I'm so sorry. And oh, let me hear that again. Oh, no habla espanol. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, I try, but like I have a hard time because mm-hmm. I'm afraid to get made fun of. And, you know, when people do, it kind of shoots me down and I'm just like, well, fine. I'm not going to say it in front mm-hmm. of you. Like, what the hell? Um, but yeah, and that's a big thing, by the way. It's a huge thing. Like it hurts. I feel it like I know y'all. more Spanish than people give me credit for it. But because we get made fun of, I just rather not. Yeah, I know for sure. Like out of both of us, you know, way more than I do. When I'm drunk, fun fact, <laughs> I know even more. Yeah. And like, I don't know where it comes from. I don't either. But all I can tell you is I was really drunk one night and I had a full on conversation with Danny's cousin in Spanish. He's, he was visiting from Mexico. He only speaks Spanish. And he was so shocked. He told Danny, like, she knows way more than she's saying. Ask me what I said. I don't know. But <laughs> I said something. Oh, my God. Um, I live for those. When you start doing that, I'm just like, oh, look at her go. Look at her go. <laughs> so proud of you. Um, OK, so with this kind of you know, going into our next topic, um, you know, cause I was just talking about like teasing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you feel like there is a shame within you or a disappointment within you when others call you out on not knowing Spanish? You know, I think speaking of like earlier in the conversation, when I was younger, I did for sure. Yeah. I did. I felt, I did feel embarrassed. I felt like I wasn't Mexican enough. I felt like that culture 
didn't relate to me, mm-hmm. even though it was my culture. It seemed like a whole foreign thing just because people made me feel that way. And and I was yeah. so impressionable to believe them. Right. Yeah. Oh, they're right. I don't speak Spanish. No, maybe I'm not Mexican enough. Like I let that. I let that feed into me and to have that at such a young age when you're growing Mm -hmm. up, I just feel like that really hurts when, you know, like your mentality, your emotional state, whatever, like trying to figure out who you are. Like, I don't know. I think that's really hard. I didn't. It's, I felt like at one point I didn't know where I really stood and fit in either because I mean, yeah, I don't know that I really let them impress, impress, impress. Sorry, guys, I don't know how to talk, but I really let them put that impression on me and, and yeah. I really felt it. But um, yeah, I, I totally, totally felt that way. But I think now that I'm older, no, okay. I think the older I got, the less I cared about others opinions. And I felt like I couldn't let other people's opinions of what they felt is Mexican enough for me to to fit in with the culture mm-hmm. define me. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because. I got all the time. Well, you're not Mexican. You don't speak Spanish. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am. Yeah. I am. I'm sorry that I don't. That doesn't make me appreciate or love my culture any less. Like, yes. I remember in high school sitting down in a class and this guy went around asking everyone like, oh, what part of Mexico are you from? Da-da-da. And everyone's answering. He skips me. <gasps> no. Yeah. So he skipped me. And then I was like, hey, I'm not going to say his name. We'll call him. Hector, I don't know. Hector, you're not going to ask me <laughs> where I'm from. And he was like, well, you're white. Damn. Straight up just called you out like that. Yeah. And no, no offense to anyone who's white. The problem with me is, is you're assuming that just because I don't speak Spanish mm-hmm. or just because I'm not listening to that music at the time or, or whatever it was, yeah. just because of what I don't know, you took that as I'm not Mexican. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's an issue because I remember telling him like, that's so unfair because I don't speak Spanish. You're not going to ask if I'm like, Me- you didn't even ask what I, what yeah. I, what I, what my ethnicity was. Yeah. You're just assuming. Mm. So I was like, uh, no newsflash. I actually am Mexico, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I am the land. <laughs> you are the motherland. What's going on with me today? What I mean is actually I am Mexican. That took the seriousness away from that moment. <laughs> but yeah, actually I'm Mexican. You know, I have family from Guadalajara da, da, da. Mm-hmm. and you would not know that because you over here just assuming yeah. that I'm white because I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. That's a whole identity thing. Like, yeah. And I think, I think a lot of time people kind of forget or assume things with culture and identity. Right. So mm-hmm. I think it's really important that people understand that there is a fine line between both of those things. And yes, mm-hmm. they can be intertwined. But, you know, when it comes to certain things like this, it's really important that people understand that culture, you know, that alludes to the different routines and practices, beliefs, meanings coming from, you know, where your culture is from. And then identity, you know, refers to your feelings and your sense of belonging. Mm -hmm. And I mean, damn, I feel like Hector here really took you out on a two punch combo. Yeah. But you know what? Um, You know who I... Okay, so those who know me know I love Selena. Mm. I really love Selena. And I think that when I was younger, I watched it and it was cool to see someone like me who didn't know Spanish, but she learned it, right? Yeah. She learned it. She she felt it like she didn't let that stop her, which is amazing. But I think it was really interesting and cool to grow up idolizing someone who yeah. started in the same boat as me. She was born here like me. So yeah, it was it was really cool to idolize someone like her just because I felt like I could relate. Yeah. And as, and, a, as a Mexican-American. As, as a Mexican-American trying to navigate <laughs> yeah. through who I am, trying to figure it out. And I think that 
that's I, I love her. I love her. I idolize her so much. I think it's great she learned Spanish. I think that's something I would still love to do one day. Mm-hmm. But it really goes to show you like the battle she had to go with with being Mexican American and being born here and trying to deal with that identity and like what? What do you mean? I can't just like get along with everybody. Like she yeah. really had to sit back and learn. And her dad really kind of helped show her like no, there's a difference. Like mm-hmm. you know, like this is why people feel this way. But yeah. we have to work towards it yeah i have a clip and maybe we can just take a quick listen because that'll kind of explain it better than me babbling no and and this clip i think makes a lot of sense and for those who may not have a hispanic background or whatever background um it's relatable to all yeah it's you'll love it so Mm -hmm. let's play it and we gotta prove to the mexicans how mexican we are and we gotta prove to the americans how american we are we gotta be more mexican than the mexicans and more american than americans both at the same time it's exhausting man nobody knows how tough it is to be a mexican american well dad you know it's a good thing we have frijoles and tortillas to keep our strength up for the job now you're making (laughs) no i'm not wow great clip right (laughs) honestly first of all love the movie so if you haven't seen the movie i hope this was a great like little y'all should see it um i know that movie by heart so good but i think you know and even coming from me watching that movie when i was younger was so out of left field because um with me i don't have um i'm not in touch with my like salvadorian side at yeah. all like i don't know any cultures or any traditions that come from that side and here's the thing yeah we're talking about you know no habla like i don't speak spanish and my thing is like sometimes there are moments where i feel like i'm not allowed to be in touch with my culture or go to certain events to yeah. learn my culture because i feel like i'm almost cultural like appropriating myself or you like judged yeah and it's like no like i'm just trying to learn and here's the thing like i can own my own ignorance as far as like not learning on my own or like doing my quick research before i go somewhere like for sure like i can own that and i don't take any struggles away from anybody who's had to go through them but I'm, I don't know. It just makes me feel less than and like that I'm not in touch with my culture. And, you know, everywhere I go because of like our physical background or like physical features, people automatically start sp- speaking Spanish to me or they assume I have a big Latin family, which I do. But like, I don't know them. Like I, I lived a very um, secluded life and sheltered life. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that. I don't know traditional Latin foods. Um, I don't know traditional Latin traditions and I didn't start knowing this actually until um, after high school. I ended up going to LBCC, which was clearly a melting pot. I met you, Danny and Joey. I think Joey's family has had a huge impact on my learnings with Mexican traditions and Mexican culture. Um, because damn like that, that hit me like a truck. I was like, I don't know any of this. And I, to be honest, I still feel a little awkward sometimes but not like in a negative way but like I feel a little awkward sometimes when I go to his big family gatherings because I don't know what anyone's saying but again I'm not like I'm not angry about it I'm I know that I don't understand and I'm okay with that like yeah. I'm gonna take that and I have no one to blame it's okay um but sometimes it just you know when you're somebody in my position it feels a little weird oh I get it my <laughs> mother-in-law only speaks spanish oh yeah that's right <laughs> yeah but it's funny because we totally understand each other like if you put us in a room alone we figure it out like she understands english i understand i've learned so much more spanish because of her like Aww. my in-laws and yeah. stuff because 
before I wouldn't, but just listening to them interact with like my niece, well, my now nieces and my husband and everything, like hearing them interact, like I've caught on for sure. Okay. Yes, Danny, he'll laugh and say no, but like deep down, I know he knows, you know, if you know, you know, <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes there, there were times where I was kind of like at, at big family gathering, big family gatherings, right? With mm-hmm. like his tias and stuff where I was kind of like, mm. I felt like the odd one out for sure. Yeah. I did feel the identity difference there mm-hmm. where I was kind of like, like, yeah. Um, and then it's funny because growing up, I always tell Danny, like, do your parents wish that you were dating someone that spoke Spanish? I mean, that's a real <clears throat> feeling, though. That's a legitimate yeah. feeling. I've asked them that several times throughout the years. I think about that still and I'm just yeah. like, damn, like, I'm sorry if like you brought home a girl who doesn't speak Spanish mm. and she's Mexican. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's again, though, cause the way our mind is trained, like we're trained to think that's embarrassing. Exactly. Or we're trained to think like, oh, seriously, you brought her home. Like you should have brought yeah. someone home who's, you know, who knows it, yeah. but they never made me feel that way. Quite the opposite. They always made me feel like the, the want to learn. Right. Like they, if I said something funny, like said it a funny way like they don't make fun of me for it yeah, like if good. i try talking to his mom in spanish like if it's the cor- the wrong way she'll correct me and be like oh see and then Aww. say it the right way nice but then i get it like you yeah. know she never makes me feel bad for not knowing if anything i feel like she's happy i'm trying but even if i didn't she's never made me feel yeah less than for right. not knowing okay that's good and you know mind you we're just real quick like joey's family has never made yeah. me feel that way either in fact i don't know it's so strange I actually find a lot of comfort when I'm with his family and I hear Spanish. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know a lick of what anybody's saying, but (laughs) I don't know. There's also just like a comforting feeling. And maybe it's just the fact that it's like with a big family or something. I don't know. But um, we do have our joking moments. Like we'll play uh, Loteria. (laughs) Oh, Loteria gets serious. Oh, yeah. And okay, I think last year before COVID happened, I missed like half the words because his grandma was just saying them so fast. But it was hilarious. <laughs> keep up or get left behind. <laughs> yeah, no, I def got left behind and lost all my quarters. For those who don't know what Loteria is, it's like a Spanish version of bingo. Ugh, but it's, it's like, like way better. It's way better. It's Ugh. pictures. There's El Musico. Or there's like... <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't even know about this game until I met Joey. Like, yeah. I had no idea. Oh, no, same. Danny's family takes this very seriously. <laughs> My our nieces like literally fight over who's gonna be the one to like announce really oh that's so cute what it is I so it. they all have their own lot everyone has on their own loteria cards it's great yeah I feel like you have to have that on deck that some beans to play with <laughs> <laughs> you're set you know it's funny because my nieces they're in um, dual learning school so they're learning oh, English and Spanish nice granted they they know more Spanish than me already because my mother in law helped babysit them and, and around them right. But they're actually hosting Spanish courses for my brother-in-law's family, like for his mom, which is their grandma or like their aunt. They're hosting Spanish courses to help teach them because because they know it so well already. That's awesome. That's crazy, though, right? Like Emily, who's I think she's six years old. She knows way more Spanish than I don't know that much Spanish. Like knows definitely more than me. That's <laughs> but they sure. maybe we need to join the classes. Uh, I feel yeah, <laughs> and you know what? Like I'm totally open to learning. Like trust yeah. me, I've downloaded Duolingo and like all that stuff. But it's just like we talked about earlier. It's not easy, especially no. you know we all have things going on in our lives. And once again, this is us just kind of opening, like opening ourselves into this situation. We're not complaining no. or anything. Um, But I don't know. But I do know that, you know, if it is God's plan to have kids for myself, 
I do envision them for sure learning. Like my thing is like if my kid goes over to Joey's family side or even like my household or I'm, my my <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, dad, you can only speak Spanish to them. And to yeah. Joey's family, they can only speak Spanish to my kids. Yeah, it's it's that's true because me and Danny have talked about it. And same thing. I really want my kids to know Spanish. And even though it's it's, you know, not as a big thing in the school and friend world right now i still think it's important for them to know to keep that culture and never have them feel like they're having an identity crisis because i want them to know where they came from where both of their sides of the family came from or i want them to feel connected and granted that's i'm not saying that that's what you need to feel connected because i don't agree with that at all but I do think it helps. Yeah. I want them to be able to talk to their grandparents yep. and have those relationships and not be the only cousin who doesn't know it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause if my other cousin, if their other cousins know it, like I want them to know it. Like yeah. I, I just want them to have that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think it definitely speaks to like what we missed out on. Yeah. But I mean, we also have an appreciation for the language and the culture. So much. And, you know, we talk about, well, how do we keep the language going and stuff like, well, this is a perfect example. Like, yes, we don't know it, but. Going back to our first episode, <laughs> cycles. Yes. <laughs> like, how do we break this one? Yeah. No, I'm definitely leaning on Danny for that a lot to mm-hmm. teach our kids Spanish. And, you know, he jokes and says, we're going to talk about you unless you learn like. <laughs> well, you're going to learn real quick. I'm going to learn real quick because <laughs> ain't no one talking about me up in my house. <laughs> So no, I, I agree. I think for the future, I, w- I would definitely want our kids to know and their kids to know and continue that. Okay. Yeah. I, I think so. I, it's a good way and then to our keep kids can going. speak Spanish to each other too. Uh, see, that would be a dream. I w- and they better not talk smack. Cause I'm probably going to have a harder time. Learning. I will cut them. <laughs> Just kidding guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call um, social services on my unborn children. <laughs> No, um, yeah, for sure. I think that's good. Like like we said, though, we don't feel like that's supposed to define who we are, just right. to circle back on that. But that is something that's appreciated. The yeah. language is beautiful. We wish we knew it. Yeah. And we want to know it. So I think, yeah, taking that over to our kids and, and starting that cycle over is beautiful. Because if the percentage is dropping already, as far as that, like, mm-hmm. I want to be part of the change. I do want to keep the culture yeah. alive. Like, not to say again, that's the only thing keeping the culture alive. But right. I think that that it's beautiful. I would want yeah. my kids to know that. It, I think it's fair to say it's an important factor. And like, you know, kind of going into our next, um, our last topic of this episode, I don't ever want my kids feeling less latinx than mm-hmm. where they came from 100%. i just think that's such an unfair route and you know i i hope that if i do have kids that they are able to learn and obtain and i know that there's gonna be a lot on my end to make sure that that happens and mm-hmm. you know i'm gonna have to learn too and that's okay girl we're gonna be learning together yeah all of oh. us oh it's gonna be great gonna i'm be, so excited <laughs> it's gonna be great i'm so excited but you know what i think because of how we grew up too with such pressure although we want them to learn we also understand that you know, we shouldn't put too much pressure either. Like, yes. It should just, yeah. you know, and I'm sure they'll want to know because, again, Joey's yeah. family is really in tune with speaking Spanish. Mm-hmm. Danny's family, like, they're going to want to know. Yeah. But I think it's important that they know that it doesn't define them, but it's good right. It's good to stay in tune and, and know about your culture and, and know the language and keep it going. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, when it comes to, you know, having the feeling of being like less Latinx and things like that. For me, it, 
I don't know, like I feel like that really takes a huge toll on um, who I am just mm-hmm. because to say that I'm less Latinx means erasure of a lot of things. It's to say that I'm less Salvadorian, less, you know, Samoan coming from that side and less every other ethnicity that I am because that erases what my family and your family in your case too, right? Like mm-hmm. it erases what they've gone through, the obstacles that they had to go through. And it erases every cultural event that I've been to, to learn. Mm-hmm. It erases my demographic background when like I check mark that box on whatever those surveys are. Oh, and, like, those are the worst. Yeah. And like, it's like, Oh, it ahead. erases that yeah. though. And like, it erases that statistic of me, you know, a Latin ex woman who got a BA, like I have my bachelor's, like it erases so mm-hmm. much. And that's something that I'm totally not okay with. Like mm-hmm. that just gets to me. But you know what? Again, as we get older, the less I let all that affect me, like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I've never been more proud to be mm-hmm. Mexican. I've never been more proud to even just know what I know. And that's okay. Like that's what defines me is that what I feel, what I know, like I'm not, we're no longer after this, we no longer (laughs) letting anyone's opinion of what (laughs) not being Latinx enough is because what I know feels enough for me and Mm -hmm. I feel connected now. And I no longer let anyone let us or myself feel disconnected. I love that. I love that for us. I love that for us. I think I'm still working on it, but knowing that you're going to- I got you, girl. Yeah, you, you lead you. in that way, I'm going to be right there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fall back on each other. Yes. But you know what? Not to say we're not going to have our struggles as the year goes, but as long as we keep that in the back of our mind, that as whatever we feel is what's important. People can have their opinions, but I mean, don't they all on every, on anything yeah. and everything? What's important is is what we know to yeah. be true. Yeah. And I mean, if anybody's out there, we're saying like, oh, you're not a real Latinx or whatever. I think that's just total Tell them BS. To suck it. Yeah, that's total BS. Because first of all, like, you know, there's so much diversity within Latinx cultures, mm-hmm. right? Like in Brazil, Peru, Chile, yeah. and so many more that I haven't even mentioned. Like those in itself are already a, mul- a melting pot, which is already multifaceted. So mm-hmm. that like to say that you're less Latinx or you're not real enough, that's just out the door. Like that's invalid. <laughs> Irrelevant. (laughs) And just know, um, even though we're referring to Latinx again, like Maggie said, this also refers to anyone else who doesn't feel as connected to their culture because they don't speak the language. Whatever it may be, don't let that define you. Yep. Correct. You don't need to know the language to feel connected. And yeah, if you know it, that's beautiful. That's great. But that shouldn't define who we are and where we came from. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. And that's where I'm going to mic drop. Boom. Mm hmm. Well, I bet you can feel our passion with this one. Um, Honestly, we could go on for hours with this topic, but, you know, we're going to keep this short. But we're hoping that, you know, by starting this conversation with you guys, it, you know, helps if you're in the same situation. Who knows? Yeah. And I think it's important for all of us, no matter what your perspective is, that we continue to grow, learn and understand. Mm -hmm. We for sure hope you enjoyed this episode (laughs) just as much as we enjoyed filming it and uh, drinking during it. I need a refill, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) But please feel free to share your thoughts and perspective on our Instagram. DM us. Let us know. Text us. Thank you for everyone who's already been providing feedback. It's been amazing to hear what you guys think. And we're so ready to keep this going Um, again. Thanks for listening. Yeah. So if you love the show, you know, keep sharing it with your friends and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify. That way you never miss an episode. Keep an eye out for us on TikTok. 
We coming. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Till next time. Cheers. Cheers.